0: Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney.
1: All right, good day, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. Once again, live streaming in the Facebook world because I can't tell you when this show's ever going to air. So in the podcasting world, congratulations, this show finally aired. I'm just speaking into the future. So I'm excited tonight because I've been uh, reconnecting with a colleague from the fellow podcasting world in the past recent weeks because I finally beat myself up enough about my book to smack myself around a little bit further and reach out to a colleague who can smack me around even further. So there's your hint. I have somebody coming on today that might know a little bit about the book writing process, the book editing process, the book publishing process, (laughs) et cetera, et cetera. And she's also a huge influencer in the sick biz, which is the name of her company, uh, space helping entrepreneurs who live with lifelong illnesses, conditions, etc. There's a lot more to her than meets the eye. She's been on the podcast before. Welcoming her back, Hillary Jostrom. Welcome to Live the Fuel again. So, thank you. It's so all good nice here. <laughs> it's been so long since you've been on. We did not live stream back in the day, and now we're live streaming. So welcome to my live stream. So
0: well, thank you. And you know what? We did not. We did not no. like we old school analog. That like know. actually
1: while i while we're talking about this, I have to go back and find you. I think it was January 2018, oh. so it's well over. Well, is that two years?
0: Yeah, huh. yeah. We'll find out. Just a little over because you years. and I were
1: just rapping, so our listeners and watchers. Yeah. Like I was just recording with you for your show again, and I think it had been <laughs> at least what a year, year and a half since I've been on your show.
0: It had been a year, and you know what? I think we said 18 months. So yeah, if Similar, okay. similar thing. We yeah. kind of were on it about the same time.
1: So I've been slacking more than on your behalf because here we go. There you are. Episode 143. Great headshot. I'm still, to this day, never gotten professional headshots done. January 15th, God. 2018.
0: Who is that girl? Look right. at her with her thin face. <laughs>
1: her thi- her what? Her thin face? I'm what does that th- mean?
0: I'm having a fat face day. Every woman knows it. Every Every woman can relate to that.
1: Well, I also like the fact, so so again, you and I have so much fun. So I'm so excited to have fun with you. You know what? Because I've had a crazy weekend, and I was actually looking forward to today because you and I always just go completely off the rails and and have a lot of fun. So I know this podcast will be entertaining for everybody, hopefully. And if not, you're welcome to message me and tell me how bad you think this went. (laughs) (laughs) So we were just joking around about embracing our aging process Everything. the salt and pepper right so that that yes. photo you were using back then was all brunetted out actually it looked like you had some red some red uh hinting I going did. on in there you did i did right. i did
0: i had uh i rocked the aging cheerleader look for a long time <laughs> i just wrung the shit out of that and, and now that you're now not I'm the like, aging cheerleader i am not no so, so now what, what do like, we go with now i'm me now well you know what i'm like 30 pounds heavier well, and, you, you, uh, you have inflammatory
1: the- responses. I mean, you are living with a condition. Let's refresh that real quick, since I just brought dos. it up. Dos. Dos. Oh, sorry. Dos. Dos conditions. <laughs> so, for our listeners, yes, we kind of start the show off on entrepreneurial. She's helping with her sick biz, but Hillary actually lives with some of her own conditions. So, for our newer listeners, catch them up real quick.
0: Okay, so I spun the wheel like the big Price is Right. Okay, and this is what it landed on long-term line disease yes yes
1: locked it in locked it in
0: locked it and
1: you're owning it i mean just (laughs) man when you win a prize i mean you just you just really rock it and own it
0: (laughs) there's no in between speed there's either like full bore ahead or just dead okay those are your choices okay no there's No, so I have long term Lyme disease that wasn't diagnosed until last year, though. And then uh, that spawned its own because I don't know if people know this, but uh, a lot many, many times I want to say probably upwards of 90%. But don't quote me on that because I'm not citing a source. Nerd alert. Anyways, <laughs> many, many times you get co infections. So what happened oh. was um my body was like, This is so cool that I think we want to munch on the smile and sheathing. Let's go. So in my spinal cord, I have a lesion, just one lesion. And it's not uh that actually doesn't matter. So okay. I actually have friends who have like 30 plus lesions and Oof. it's just innumerable. Some people you can't even count the number of lesions. But the placement of the lesion is key, so it controls my upper and lower extremities. Okay, and it's pretty much like um, shorting out your house.
1: Well, I mean, myelin sheathing is think. Picture it as the insulating jacket around an electrical wire. So, right? Yeah, and exactly. Like, but these are your nerves. <laughs> so you see
0: your nerves, underneath your protective it.
1: coating is gone or going away.
0: Your protective coating is gone it, okay. all the way down to the nerves. Oof. So, you have. Um, it does kind of regrow to a degree just kind of like you know a, a wound scabs over mm-hmm. so it does that it's never the same though so you okay. know and and it just causes long term like we had a really great weekend and here's why we had a big big day okay and went to costco so
1: <laughs> i love my costco days it's super exciting. I know.
0: Aren't they they Aren't do they have they some
1: seriously it? random stuff there, man. I mean,
0: they have totally random stuff there. Yeah. It was crazy. I got we got a king-size blanket for $15. Hey,
1: you want to get if- a leather-wrapped, three-colored gaming chair cuz you need that when you're gaming, I guess. They've got it. I mean, <laughs> and, and you mean, can get have have a games, game system game <laughs> system while you're there too, you know.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. I will but not yeah, buy that. so that's I would not I would not think that you could be more creative than that.
1: No. I mean, like, if someone ever walked to my house and saw a three-colored leather gaming chair, I would ask them to pick the chair up and throw it at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you might not catch it either. Just, no. let, it, just let it Just land. Just take the hit. Just where take it's it. it's going to go. No. Right, exactly. I need that wake-up so, call. <laughs> it was a, so it was a good day because I had the energy to go. But then after we walked that store, and what, they're probably about 20,000 at least. 20,000 square feet, right? Yeah, depending so on the part of country the country you're in. Yeah, so it's a big one. So we walk the whole thing. And by the end, I'm limping. I'm dragging my leg behind me. I'm just, I'm, I'm like just dead. What wow. It wouldn't feels like is if you go and you, let's say it's leg day. Okay. Well, that was you definitely know? your leg day. That was my leg day.
1: <laughs> so Putting in did. the reps.
0: I know, but you, I mean, you gotta go when you feel like you can because sometimes you know and my poor husband well but he was crazy the other night he was like hey it's 8 30 do you want to go to target and I was like listen I'm not going to the club okay like I'm done I'm in for the night
1: Kristen loves her target
0: I love target, loves it too. she yes. said she
1: wants to close down her vet business and just go work there and I'm like you say that but I don't think you really <gasps> thought that through
0: You know what? I I think I might, though. Because I would just be like, just give me credits. Don't even give me a paycheck. Just give me credits. Okay, you're you're like her
1: twin from another mother right now. We we
0: totally are. Sister from another mister. Amen. Yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Did not reinforce this at all.
0: (laughs) Oh, I can't promise that. I i mean, this is a special club. And all the ladies listening are like, oh, my God, it totally is. And there's the old joke, like, you don't go to Target knowing what you want. You let Target tell you what you want. So <laughs> when you go there, just remain open to the messaging. Mm. But anyways, yeah, it was a good weekend. And um, because we were able to get out yeah, and, you know, do something. So... It's and like I feel like total dog shit today. Yeah, but you know what?
1: Movement is life, and a sedentary lifestyle is not healthy, right? You could speak to that. I mean, a lot of people think that. Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a big advocate for proper rest and recovery. Absolutely. So for you, you went through a lot of exercise that day, and clearly you were feeling it afterwards. But but if that was your only movement over two to three days, as far as fitness is considered, then kudos. You know, you're gonna feel it.
0: And that you know what, and I want to encourage people to do that too. If you're not feeling well, you do have to focus on like in aggregate, just increasing your movement. You even if it's as simple as like keep stuff that you're going to need midday upstairs. Yeah. So that you force yourself to go do that. When we were looking at a new house, we were going to get a rambler.
1: What's a and rambler? And I'm
0: it's uh, the one level like a ranch. Oh yeah. And I'm so glad we didn't.
1: A rambler. I can remember that oh. one.
0: I think it's a Minnesotan thing.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I think of a single slab home. Well, actually, no. You can get ranches with a, a basement foundations poured. So, does a rambler a slab, or are they are you do allow, are you allowed to have basements?
0: Oh yeah, no, we have basements. Here. Okay, okay, we do. Yeah, they don't. And then if you finish them, you it's have. technically
1: a two story house again. Oh my god! Right? So, well,
0: like, and if you have like, we have a one and a half story or whatever. So we have three.
1: So you full- have like a you have, it's a split level or a bi level, depending on the part of the country you live in. They call them depending that depending
0: on the part of the country but also split levels are ugly AF and yes. I cannot do this because you with walk you. in yeah you have to make an immediate decision like I don't nobody needs that pressure yeah. I'm trying to come home up or down
1: up or like, down right there's exactly. no straight in all
0: the time yeah.
1: <laughs> and then if you have leg injuries or nervous system oh. issues like you, it's like as soon as you walk in your house you're like Ugh, I have to do work you know harder. What I,
0: I'm going to tell you what, do you know what I like to do? Like to increase my exercise. So I'll go upstairs. I'll be like, okay, you know what? You're not going to get your podcast equipment right now. You're because that'll force you to get up and go get it later. So you kind of have little errands for yourself or go get a snack, whatever. But what I like to do is as my reward is I like to slide down the stairs on my butt when I'm done and I get like really good speed going. (laughs)
1: Have you installed a slide, or are you taking the steps, like, hits into your buttocks?
0: Um, I'm taking the steps.
1: You're taking the hit taking into it. the buttocks.
0: I'm taking the hit. I'm just Is going this, in. like,
1: massage therapy? home you style? Know,
0: it could be. It could be, like, very rapid. <laughs> very aggressive. It, That's...
1: Like... <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I love your creative spirit. I mean, I'm really loving it. I mean, people are hearing this, like, you know, I never thought about that before. Um, hmm.
0: just reward yourself. You have to reward yourself, too. You know, so if I run up and down the stairs and I'm tired, I'm going to slide down on my butt to okay. get down the stairs, you All know, right. but you have to reward yourself periodically throughout the day to do a little work, then do something that you like, mm. you know, or take a nap or whatever, but it's important that you in aggregate, keep moving, give yourself rewards and, you know, sure. carry on. Everything's totally, everything's totally different. So, I don't even know who I was in 2013. Like, so, who was that girl? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, to full circle, back then, we weren't talking about, obviously, your condition that was added last year. We were talking about the transverse myelitis, which is what you just described regarding the sheathing, right? Yes. Your myelin and so, sheathing. Okay.
0: Yes. And so, and, and so it's a uh, sister disease to multiple sclerosis.
1: Okay, that's right. Oh, we did talk about that a little bit because yeah. I lost a cousin to ALS, which is Lou Gehrig's disease, which is very aggressive and moves very quickly. And I—that's why we lost my cousin because he went from because- football football player to you know bound in a weird wheelchair and one third of his body mass. Like you know, we, we, he was left with one third of his body mass. He was—he's just wasted away. It's was crazy.
0: And I didn't know it was aggra- I didn't know it was quick though. I well, I mean, this w- this
1: went over you know ten years. So, but I, I consider that quick
0: i think that's quick yeah i mean it you know
1: yeah he became a father at the early part of the condition Mm -hmm. then his wife unfortunately left him she couldn't handle it um the kids and everything else i mean not but she's to to this day there's nothing wrong she's still his biggest supporter in, in 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 the afterlife so to speak we still share stuff every year on his on his his date you know i mean so we're she still carries his you. name. She still carries the Mulvaney name. You know, she is not. Uh, she's kept that. She's remarried. But, you know, she, I mean, I don't know. You Again, you're in this world more than I am. It's hard. Yeah. It's, I'm it, not, it, I, I can't, I've never been put in this situation, so I can't speak negatively about how somebody reacts.
0: <laughs> well, you, no, you can't. But uh, I got to tell you about my husband because he is the, he You is do have so a champ. Fun.
1: You got a champ. He is,
0: he is so fun too. Yeah. So he'll be like, "I'm in a wheelchair," because sometimes I have to go in a wheelchair. Yeah. So after Costco, he was like, "Do you want to go to Target?" And I was like, "Shit, I can't go to the mothership today. Mm. You know, I'm too. I just, I can't do it." So I said, "You're gonna have to throw me in a wheelchair if we go." So I occasionally go in a wheelchair anytime I fly. Like, there's no way I would be pulling myself across like by my fingernails. Hey, you know what?
1: I would take the support that the airport gives you when you roll up on a wheelchair, those, so you get some good. VIP experience, man. They're pushing I you through the know. airport and everything. And they give you the ride on the buggy thing. I'm they like, do. I was like, amazing. I watch all this stuff going down. I'm like, oh, I mean, no, granted, this is weird. I'm like, oh, man, I, I was about to say, man, I wish I had that. But I'm like, no, I mean, I'm fine. I can walk. I'm fit. You know, but I, I like yeah. seeing that they have those resources in place. To help people who need it, so it was. It's I nice did too. To see.
0: You know, I didn't know that you could even do anything, and of course, like I have massive anxiety. I just always have. I don't know. I'm wired that way. God was like, and a little more whoops anxiety. Okay, fine. So I did not know that you could fly by yourself for a very long time. Oh yeah. And I'm oh, with a, of, with
1: a condition, you mean?
0: With a condition, <clears throat> but all you have to do. This is so easy, you guys. All you have to do.
1: Tip of the day. It.
0: Tip of the day, go up to the counter. Even if you did not plan with your ticket to have a wheelchair, just go up to the counter and say, and I need a wheelchair. Check your bags. I need a wheelchair. Or don't check Oh, like when
1: you're checking in.
0: When you're checking in. And they will send you over to the seats. And then they have, like, uh, somebody is dispatched to you. They come over and they have a tablet. And they say, Scott Mulvaney, is this you? And then you're like, it's me. And then... They're like, great. It's like,
1: it's like the limo drivers who wait for you at the airport when you arrive and they take you somewhere. They sit there with a the little is. sign. But in this case, they're coming to you they're
0: and they're going to take you.
1: you to your destination to the plane that's going to take you to your next destination. It's VIP.
0: They're, they're going to take you shopping and they're going to get you snacks. Get out of here. And they're going to do all kinds of things. They'll ask you, do you have to go to the bathroom? Like anywhere you want to go. Is there anything you want to see or do? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, man. I want to take 20 minutes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But you keep keep cash, so you tip them well.
1: Oh, nice. That's good.
0: The, Do you, you know, know if they're
1: volunteers or are they paid employees? I always wanted they're that. They're paid. Yeah, okay. they're paid.
0: And then, so, you go to your gate. You go all the way to your gate. And then they want to know. They'll call your name probably. But they
1: will stop on the way. If you need bathroom, They'll stop, stop at the, the yeah. you know, water, snacks, et cetera. They, they're, yes. they're there at your beck and call.
0: Absolutely. They'll take you to the ATM. Like, Very nice. What, it's fantastic
1: okay you know now when did you when it. did you figure this out
0: you know when did i figured out and i wrote about it and yahoo picked it up actually that you can travel by yourself i wrote about it and, who, uh, who picked it up as mining. in who magazine no yahoo oh yahoo
1: in, yeah <laughs> like, yeah okay did
0: i say it wrong i don't know did i have the wrong emphasis i haven't been on,
1: on yahoo or yahoo or whatever <laughs> in forever i'm the google Whoop. guy i google everything you know You're
0: Google. yeah google i guys. gave
1: in to their aggressive marketing it's not a search engine. It's a Google.
0: <laughs> it's Google. That's not nice. that's right. Nice. Hey, that's they owned
1: it, man. They crushed it. They they know what they did. They do. did. Yeah.
0: And they get they get to have it. But yeah. So as soon as I figured that out, I had a friend of mine tell me that actually. She said, you know, even if you're injured, so this is a thing, like you don't have to have some sweeping disease. You can just have like a torn meniscus hmm. and then you need a wheelchair and whatever. Like nobody's judging you. They take you to the gate once you get so there. So it's like a no ask questions
1: you. asked thing. Like they don't.
0: It is it. no questions asked. Okay. I, because we walk up to the counter. Now, granted by that time, coming from the car I have another dog trying to drink my water please don't drink that's okay
1: because right before you went on like Calvin went through a crazy howling fit I can hear him in the <laughs> room and I'm like get it out of your system now you know <laughs> you'd be
0: in a, you'd be a phenomenal dad oh you know yeah you would. yeah you'd be, you really would be no get it out of your system no right now I is- had
1: children crawling on me yesterday at the ski mountain like I was a human jungle gym. And 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 my friend's father, or the kid, you know, his his son's father, a friend of mine, he's just sitting there, you know, drinking his beer, talking to his friends. And look over, he'll <laughs> just start laughing at me, and I was like, "What's going on?" Like, Uncle Scott, you know. Oh. I was like, "Oh man, come on!" And then this come random, on. this random child that he, the kid, the kid, he's like five years old. This random girl starts doing the same thing. So I've got him like on one shoulder, and then she starts jumping on me. I'm like, "I don't even know who you are." <laughs> <laughs> like, but they gra- they know though they
0: gravitate towards you because they pick up, they pick uh, up your energy. Like, well, energy. and then I
1: tried going to the bar to make myself feel better. I don't justify <laughs> this to anybody, but I really needed a good bourbon. And uh, you know, it was a great skiing day. And my buddy and I are trying to break away, and they're trying to chase after us. And we're like, no, 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 we'll be right back. Go stay with your parents. And then I'm trying to come out with my drink, and they're like, they. They could see us like they're st- they're sitting outside like in the sunshine and they're looking through the resort glass window. And then as oh soon as my buddy gosh. Brian and I are coming to the door, they start running at the door. And I'm like, no, no, leave me alone. <laughs> I just want it's to enjoy kinda my like drink. When, yeah,
0: kind of like when you feed squirrels, you know, and then yeah. they just kind of get a little too domesticated, yeah. and then they want to come like inside and live with you. Yeah. That's oh, it's it's
1: to- it's like my niece and nephew, like uh, my my uh, wife's uh, niece and nephew. They're young. Sure. And yeah, every once in a while, they'd be like, come on, Scott, throw me. And I'm like, what? Because I'm, I'm the strong one in the yeah. family circle, you know, because I'm the thick guy. So they, th- these oh, kids yeah. want me to like, they, wanna, they want me to like hurl them through the air. And I look at their parents and they're like, whatever. And I was like, okay, but if they get hurt, like, what are you going to do? <laughs> and then they but, want me to help. What? They want me to grab by the ankles and I start, I, I, I helicopter them. And they're like, and because like their father can't do it. <laughs> And I'm like, I was like, dude, like, all right, I, I, I guess I can, I'll treat it like is a workout. Oh, they're yeah, sitting exactly. on the couch. They're sitting on the couch. They think it's funny. <laughs> and then, and then my, my wife makes fun of me because she's just like, you know, you ask for that, right? Like, all you got to do is tell them no.
0: <laughs> you can't tell them no. Like,
1: you do realize those kids have now trained you, right? And I said, you're yeah, right. you're probably right. <laughs> you're right.
0: You're right. She's right about a lot of stuff, though. Yeah, don't. I like, no, I like stop that it. Her. All right. I, I hope she's watching this. She never. No. To...
1: <laughs> she's never watched this show. She's never listened. She's, she's getting ready to go to dinner with one of her girlfriends, and she, she knows what I'm talking about her, too, because then she'll bust my balls later. She's like, stop talking about me on your podcast. And, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, Deacon listens to my stuff at work, and then he's got some of his guys out there even listening to it, too. I got. Like, we have friends that listen there.
1: to the show. But I'm like um, that's
0: pretty fucking cool, man. She's she's
1: got a valid point though. She's like, I already hear you, in our home.
0: She does. She. Why does.
1: do I need to listen to your show? And I was like, well, it's not and- about me. It's about my great guest co-host like you. And she's like, well, again, when you make it to Joe Rogan's level, I'll think about it.
0: I'll think about it. <laughs> I was like, well, thanks. You know, it's true though because he is not that crazy about listening to my writing. Oh, though. she's got I'll a cru- like- she's
1: got a crush on Joe, so.
0: Does she? Really? Yeah. If
1: there there was like a, what do they call that code where you get one choice? I think, I think Joe's in the
0: exception. I think Joe's in what this Uh, is terrible. uh, (laughs) I don't even know who my guy would be. I I don't even know who a
1: girl would be. I've never thought about it.
0: Can I have a range? Maybe like, what if it just pops up? Then I'm like, that's it. Yeah. That's it. It's Matthew McConaughey. No, it's not. I don't know. He does. He does this. He does this. Oh, you
1: know, after the Super Bowl. And they're yeah. they're all, they're older than me, but I'll take either one of those. I mean, oh my God, Lopez or Shakira. Hello, like they're both aren't yeah. they both in their fifties now?
0: In their fifties, and they are hot. Yeah, yeah hot. I know. And Shakira and can move. is yeah. Shakira is one of Deacon's. When we were dating, he was like, "And the hips don't lie," and I was yeah. like, "Shut the fuck!" I'm right here.
1: Come on, Hillary. <laughs> there, come on, those hips are ridiculous. I mean ridiculous. There, I mean, there's women who have given in to probably that. They'll be like, oh, yeah, she's on the list. I can
0: mean, see that. Right? I can see that. Yeah. I can expand my list. There you I'm go. good. I don't it's judge. <laughs> no. Totally fluid. Whatever. But Bye. hold on.
1: In the art of podcasting, I didn't want to lose a point you made. You were okay. Before we started the show, you're about to expand on – we were talking about fears and how it seems like sometimes oh, your <laughs> husband and I don't have fear. But then in your last yeah. point a few minutes ago, you mentioned about – your fear of what, whether or not you could fly alone, all this. I want to tie it all together because I love talking about that type of stuff because especially with how you influence people with your podcast and your brand, see, I'm tying yeah. it all back together, right? Yeah. I've been at this for a little while. So like wh- <laughs> what, what were you going to try and make a point on uh, before we started the show on the fear thing and how does that connect to all of this?
0: So I have anxiety yes, and I'm, I'm anxiety. just going put it out there, right? Yeah. So, and I, you know, when people say that, it's not like, I used to have anxiety. Like, you're always going to have anxiety. Okay. okay. And I just finished editing uh, the mini book of a giant book of anxiety by my friend, Drew Linsalata, who is an insane author. And I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, How do you spell his last name? Uh, L-I-N-S-A-L-A-T-A. That is my pronunciation. Wait, so you're editing
1: a small book of a bigger book? Did I hear that right?
0: Yes. Okay. So he was like, I got to get some message out there. We'll do the big book in a minute. Is we he from Mount
1: Sinai, New York?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. The power it? of Google.
1: <laughs> I just found oh, him on LinkedIn.
0: My husband is going to make an appearance.
1: Nice. Hi, I haven't hi. seen him in a while. He popped it on a show, I think, oh. the last one back in the day. So
0: say, Come on and say hi. Come on. I
1: remember when you and I first podcasted together, and he, he was like, Who's this guy? <laughs> how you been, sir? Hey, how's it going? It's going well, man. She You're was just talking very Facebook. good about you. Oh! Yeah, We were just talking about Shakira.
0: Yeah, we Oh, he can't hear you. We were just talking about Shakira and how her hips don't lie.
1: See? Ah, he's like, They don't. Oh,
0: what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank you, honey. Thank you, honey. <laughs> Um, so yes, Drew did his mini anxiety book as a precursor to the larger anxiety book. Drew is a fan yes.
1: There he is. Yes. And ladies and right. gentlemen, it's Drew yes. right? Is it com? I don't even know what's .com. go to the,
0: I think it's go to the anxioustruth.com and you'll see something oh. that's a little bit more updated. He also has a podcast called The Anxious Truth. And nice. Drew, ha- just like this. I'll make sure he's linked place. in the show
1: notes. Uh, there's your shout out, VA. Make sure you oh, slap I this in the show it. notes. I gotta start using my VA more. So uh, there you go, anxiety, panic, and agoraphobia. There's your buzzword yes. of the day.
0: And monophobia. Do you what? know what that is? No. Another tip of the day. <laughs> so mono- Okay. So monophobia is when you um, you can't be alone. So, oh okay afraid of being alone
1: right? mono singular okay singular right? form mono
0: singular yeah. and so you get a safe um you get a safe person or you identify safe people okay. like if i was gonna split apart at the seams i would need to have deacon around because i can be do anything around him and he'd be like you're accepted and loved and i'll put all the pieces back together okay so that's what monophobia is, and um, so I learned about that. But anyways, this was a huge grassroots effort because Drew had tremendous anxiety attacks, which you read about in his book. It's called An Anxiety Story. He also became an accidental bestseller, which was- The craziest freaking thing I've ever seen. He was like, "Um, does this mean I'm a bestseller? He's showing me the rankings. I'm like, how'd you do that? He goes, I don't know.
1: Well, see, we were just joking. My my book writing uh, accountability partner I told you about, he and I were joking around because nowadays, especially in Amazon, you could just create a category and all of a sudden, you're like the bestseller. So I always like to say, is, like, "Is that a legit bestseller, or is this some kind of random category that nobody knows about?" Right? So
0: see, don't give all the secrets away, though. That's the secret sauce right now, uh, and it's true because yeah, but I, you, I
1: can't do that. Like I, I want to. Uh, I know. It's got to be a legit bestseller.
0: It it. I like to set my goals high. You know. It's, well, <laughs> so you and I totally hear you. I totally hear you because, so okay, so back to Drew just from yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Drew's man. Just from, yeah, Drew's man. I'm loving this. So, so this was amazing because what he did was walked into his anxiety and he was like, if I'm afraid of it, I'm doing it. Okay. And that is, and so the concept behind it, and it's not his and I can't remember who it is Somebody weeks, Claire weeks. I think the concept behind it that is name. that, okay. So you do what you're afraid of doing anxiety, be damned. Like, if you're going to have an anxiety attack, have an anxiety attack, but do what you're doing. So if you don't want to go to the store, for example, okay, you're afraid to go to the store. In his Facebook group, a guy just, um, it took him three tries to go to Home Depot and get a new barbecue because he likes to barbecue, but he couldn't make himself complete the task. On the third try, because he was like- Because he
1: was afraid to make a decision on the grill?
0: No, agoraphobia. Leaving oh. the
1: house. Oh, leaving the house. Leaving oh, the house. wow. Which okay. is a
0: big deal. It's a big deal, and the more you're home, like the more it compounds and.
1: Oh, um, by the way, you, you totally know. nailed that name drop. The Anxiety Coach or AnxietyCoach.com. Claire Weeks.
0: Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Boom. Yes. Yeah, so that book changed his life, <clears throat> and if you have anxiety, and you know we do talk about that on Sick Biz, we do talk about um uh, mental conditions as well. So we talk about mental health it seems to be like sometimes it gets lost in the chronic illness world so I want to make sure we still talk about that but you're supposed to do it anyway. So I was doing that, okay? And um and it sucked sometimes because when you're sick like let's say I want to fly. So sure. I used to fly back and forth all the time, never had a problem, okay? Then all of a sudden one day I was like <clears throat> I'm going to be afraid of flying. Remember, I told you this. Like I announced it. Like I'm going to be afraid of flying. This is my new thing. I'm going to get the T-shirt. Whatever. I'm going to commit to it. Own it. (laughs) But then when I got sick, I was like, "Well, shit. Now I'm going to be sick in public. Because what happens when I don't feel well in front of a bunch of people? Can you imagine if you have the flu? All you want to do is be on your couch with your blankets. Well, I mean, you know, conditions
1: like that. You you got, you're low on energy. You feel like crap anyway. And it's like, yeah, it's sometimes it's easier just to just rest, you know?
0: It is. And push me far enough and I will puke in public proudly. Proudly.
1: Wow. Game so on. I, Challenge accepted. So,
0: <laughs> so I told, you know, I was like, well, this is just dumb. Anytime I have a fear, I want to overcome it. Hmm. Right. So I was like, all right, you're going to fly. And so I would buy a plane ticket and then I'd, as soon as I bought it, I was like buyer's remorse, and I, I just was. Would you go so back online
1: and try and get your account credited?
0: I did not fly. I think two or three times actually. But did you get credits to, like, or did you take partial, the hit? Partial, partial. Okay. Uh, I think I think once or twice I took a hit.
1: See, if you if you like money, I would make myself not get the credit, so I felt the pain <laughs> more and be like, all right, dude, you I- are literally burning cash right now.
0: I I did. I did. And I had to talk to my husband about it because I I had to be, and I encourage people to do this. You have to be in your safe place with your safe person when you're sick. Mm. So I would say to him, okay, we're flying, but it's not like, you know, you're healthy and here we go. Mm. It's like we're flying and there's an 85% chance that we will go. But if we do not go, I don't need anger. Mm. I don't need, you know, to deal with that type of frustration or whatever, yes, you have a right to your feelings, but just don't foist those upon me in the moment. Just let me be sick and yeah. feel guilty and do whatever and he's been amazing because we were going to Dallas one time, and by the time we got to the airport, I was like, Well, we're not going today, you know and yeah. he's like he's like well can i can I get a Starbucks you know before we go home? and I was like, yes, I'm fine, I'm fine to do that so he has been an absolute dream and you just have to, you know, you just have to Oof, adapt like that. I
1: cannot be your husband. No,
0: <laughs> no. And then at one time. So I mean, I'm
1: supportive, good. but in a different way. It's like, I'm usually, I'm the person who push, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm aggressive, you know, like that's tell- my style. You know, and that's why people work with me for that reason. Like I, I'll, I'll smack was. you around in a, in a professional way. <laughs>
0: Wait though. Now if, if she gets sick, you're going to change because you will need to make a choice true it will either be i'm going to continue because he was an army sergeant he Mm. was a firefighter you know all of these things he was always in these positions of authority and so he he would say it's 5 a.m come on we're in texas let's go hunt tarantulas yeah and i'm like
1: what (sighs)
0: fine and then he's shoving like this king size Snickers bar down my throat and I'm like I'm literally gonna puke on this mountain yeah right here I'm gonna leave my DNA right here so
1: I would vomit that up too by the way you don't eat that when you're outdoors doing outdoorsy things but
0: (laughs) no and we never saw a tarantula either by the way Mm. but so my point is that like when I got sick I pushed him very hard I was like okay I just became geriatric so Mm. you get a choice you didn't, you didn't sign up for this. Hmm. We were, I mean, this was, we're going on now six years. Wow. So, you know, both of us, early forties, not at all ready to hang up anything in no. any way shape or form. Forties
1: is nothing. So- People are like, oh my God, I'm 40. Like I'm 42 now. I'm like, dude, it's what we make of it. It's how we live. You know? I'm 40
0: fucking seven. Okay. There
1: you go. Own it. To
0: 50 than I am to 40. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how that happened but whatever I think they got my birthday wrong I do that's what I'm telling myself like my mom must have been drunk she was like I don't know that sounds good so in any regard though he he decided to change and I said you know you have all this energy and he said well I think it's time for me to slow down and of course then I was like crying forever because I was like oh it means so much to me oh my god Hmm. And I understand
1: that part Uh, you would do it too I would make sacrifices. So. You would. It might annoy me would... at first because I'm uh, that way. But well, you, I do you believe in you. support. I do believe that, yes. Of course
0: you do. So. Of course you do. And you get to have your feelings. I mean, I and this was a huge breakthrough, too. It's like he's the main caregiver, okay? Mm. Like every day he's the main caregiver. How are you feeling? What do you need? What's going on? So it, it's not a picnic taking care of anybody. So he gets Does to Does he dress up like
1: Superman on Halloween?
0: He is I'd Superman give him that. every day. Yeah. Every day, no, he dresses up like. Uh, this past Halloween he dressed up like some sexy ass vampire hunter, and I was like, "Damn!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can see you get into the goth a little bit. Uh, you know, I, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: we totally did. Okay, we uh, totally, we totally did. I was like this gothy kind of witch. Yeah, yeah,
1: I could there. totally see you pulling that one off. Yep, yeah, yeah,
0: yep. yep. it was awesome. Were you go- were you gothy
1: at all when you were younger?
0: I tried to be. Ah. I really tried to be. You at um, least tried
1: it though. I see. I could see that in you. I don't. I mean, you know, I don't know you that well, but I'm like, ah, I could see her trying the goth thing. I could see it.
0: I did. I yeah. had like the China black hair, super yep. dark brown hair, shiny, shiny, and then I had like this really just reject looking black leather cap <laughs> on, and this just crazy raggedy like band T-shirt, leather skirt. Of course. Uh, fishnets. Yes. Combat boots. Protocol. Oh yeah, so, you got the combat yep. boots. Come on. Yep, and yep. I would go and like bang my head and I'm like, I'm trying to enjoy this. But it I, doesn't
1: make any it, sense.
0: It doesn't, no. I like music. I like, I like 70s. I like oldies.
1: Yeah.
0: Eagles, you know. Well, weren't we just
1: talking last week about, did we, did we both vibe on like Megadeth? Like my first music was Megadeth, Iron Maiden, yeah, we did. Metallica. Like, yes. But- I guess yes. I, was, I would probably, even though I was a farm kid, I would probably be considered more of a preppy fan from that because my buddy played guitar and he had yeah. all the old, like, grayed-out Metallica Megadeth shirts, whereas yes. I had the fresh black ones and I'm, like, trying to wash them a lot because I was like, I look like a douche. I was like, oh, man, you look like some, like, lame who just found the music and then he's got this fresh black shirt fresh from the concert. And I'm, like, washing it, washing it, washing it. Uh, but, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I just... That's, like, <laughs> the sneakers too, like when they're bright white and you're walking around, yeah. like, yeah, what's yeah. up?
1: All that right. I can't understand. Like, I first of all, I don't own anything white because I'm just a down and dirty dude. And I'm like, no, I don't want to have to deal with cleaning and washing because people who keep like those perfect clean shoes. And I was Ugh. like, do you no. have much time in your life to polish your shoes? <laughs> like the, the, the closest I get to polishing my shoes is like when you walk through an airport. And if I even have a pair of boots or shoes on that I can be polished, they got those shoe polish dudes. Like I'm like, oh, if I got time, yeah, hey, dude. I, I haven't had these things polished nice. like two years. Go ahead, man, do your thing. <laughs> you know,
0: two years. He's like, <laughs> I gotta get the heavy duty stuff out. Man, yeah. this has been a while.
1: And I and I'm considered awesome. OCD with organization and everything else. But I'm like, yeah, dude. Like now, like I don't want to waste time in my life with doing that stuff. So I
0: could see that. Yeah. I could see that. You just you're gonna buy yourself a new pair of sneaks. Or whatever I can't
1: you know. Uh, I don't own sneakers, so.
0: Well, yeah. but you gotta have. So here's the thing about dressing well: is you do have to have good shoes. Oh no! Like, I have, have a
1: very have nice pair a- of brogues, yes. classic old school, mm-hmm. like that nice old school, uh, uh, like dress shoe. Like it was actually it was on my it was on my vision my old vision board. I said once I get my shoes business going. on
0: your old fucking vision board,
1: what? dude? I was coming from <laughs> nothing after firefighting and then I had oh, to build myself up my financially. God. And I didn't have I had my old dress shoes, were the ones you just slipped on. Yeah. But like they had rubber soles cuz they you bought them like at Kohl's or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I would po- I would get those polished cuz I was just trying to make them look cool, but they had a square toe. And then like I yeah. see I'd see all like, you know, people like, you know, your your old client, the sales pro. But you see these people posting with like, these amazing like classic old English <laughs> dress shoes and, sh- and I'm like, "You know what?" I'm putting that on my list. Yeah, you because know, a good pair is like a couple hundred dollars. Like a legit, like. like a legit pair. A legit pair, yes. pair because you know it's legit when you know you can send them back and they can be rebuilt. Like by, yes. a, sho- by, a, shoe cobbler, by a, a shoe cobbler. A cobbler. Yeah. When like I have actually cobbler, have. Allentown, Out- it- Pennsylvania has, I found an old shoe cobbler. The dude That's bought so the company cool. off of his old boss and he's still doing, he's got all the old school stuff. And this dude's like a power lifter. So you get this big muscle-bound <laughs> dude in there, and he's shoe cobbling. And I'm like, this is weird. But here, make my shoes look good.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like on LinkedIn, people are like, What? Yeah. What? I'm connected with a
1: cobbler. Yeah. That's amazing. But it's like, but, so but anyway, story. yeah. So that was on my vision board. I, I had shoes on. Yeah, you know. That's very cool. Though. I had I had you know chain, I had chainsaws on there. I had I had dress shoes on there, new mountain bikes on there. And I don't have the vision board anymore because I, I have everything that I had on there. <laughs> so I've just,
0: never done one. I've never done a vision board.
1: Yeah. You know what? It, there was, it felt weird after a while, but I kept it up. And, yeah. But then all it's of so a sudden, hard. like if I think back now, I'm like over the past five years, when I first made that back in 2014, so now it's six years, I've now achieved everything on that vision board. Actually, no, there was one thing I didn't achieve. I, I had a, a hand built log cabin out west. So technically, that oh. one's still on the long-term goals, but we have a house in Colorado. It's my wife's parents' uh, uh, retirement house that they own out sure, there. Sure. So technically, I have access to a house out west that I can go live in. So I'm half achieved. So yeah.
0: you could go live in it right now. You could just—that's like where go I was last month. We were out like... there.
1: We were out there for over a week skiing, and it's a five-bedroom house just outside of Vale.
0: Oh my God! Uh, yeah, so we, you, we invite I w- friends
1: to crash all the time.
0: I would say you did manifest that. There you go. I would say you did. So Yeah, cuz
1: back then there was no we weren't even dating yet. <laughs> so. so
0: you probably man up. Did you put her on the vision board? No. No. Do
1: you remember us talking about this back in 2018? Probably not, but it's like, dude, I was Mr. Single guy. I didn't need anybody. Mr. Yeah.
0: Single. Yeah. Well,
1: I was the bachelor.
0: I, I think you were dating her though.
1: When and, we and did, maybe, yes.
0: And, and maybe engaged. I think you were engaged.
1: Well, ooh. Or well, she, she probably did take me back by then because she broke up with my ass. Remember that? Um, I don't know. That was oh. probably – yeah. Oh, yeah. I was a, I was a dick. Uh, so she broke up with me for like three months because I was such a, di- a dick bag. Uh, I mean, I, I own it. It's, if, you, if you're going to be a dumbass, own it. Um, no, my you're head was – so, I tell you. people all the time. like My head was so far up my ass um, and just so oh. so committed – to Mr. Former Firefighter, I'm going to crush the world and build my business, and I don't need yeah. anybody. And it was like, and then I, I've said this on other shows, and I've been on other shows too about this. They said, I said, then I I've taken all these risks, right? Tied it back to fear. Boom, there we go. Look at that full circle. Uh, and I was like, oh and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, there's one fear that I've never embraced, and it was the fear of my heart. So. so when she broke up with my ass i had to spend the next three months diving into i took all my self-help professional development energy and then bought all these like online programs and and like how to text your ex back and like dumb shit like that (laughs) i'm not kidding you oh yeah i went off the deep end dude because i was like wait a minute i understand psychology so why the hell did you screw this up was it her was it you i had to figure it out i don't know why it's your
0: fear it was your fear yeah so, so I think it was the same thing with him because he was like, bachelor forever. Yeah. And I was like, not when I'm done with you. Yeah. Not when I'm through.
1: Well, the biggest problem you to know? this day, even though we just got married, you know, less than a year ago, uh, is, yeah. uh, she's like, she's like, really like nobody trained you. Like what the hell? Like you are awful. Like she's like, no woman ever <laughs> trained you. She's like, at least every other guy I dated, they had some kind of training. You got nothing. And I was like, yeah, you know. Well,
0: then you don't have to unlearn,
1: you <laughs> no, know. I, I I tried that. That doesn't work. Uh she's
0: like, "You got to be yourself."
1: You she's know, like, "Sometimes it's, it's, you're just exhausting." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm I'm an ass, right?" And she's like, "Well, I've always dated assholes and you definitely are one." <laughs> but she married you. So it's all good. That's right? what I said, I was like, "Well, I must have some kind of charm."
0: Well, and we talked about that. Remember we talked about that on my show? Yeah. Which was you do have some kind of charm, otherwise she wouldn't marry married you.
1: And why would kids oh. want to climb on me like a human jungle gym? I don't get that because either, right? Because
0: you're father material. No. You're paternal. We took
1: care of that. Clippity clip. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. She paid for it before I even put a ring on her finger. <laughs> 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 That's how I knew. I found a, I found a diamond in the rough. I was like, what? Wait, she's like, nice. well, you're, you, you don't want kids, right? I'm like, no. She's like, well, how committed are you? And I said, I, nev- I never want kids. Like, I'm happy being the cool uncle. And she said how about we talk about you getting the surgery? <laughs> I was like, why do I got a slice and dice? And she's like, because it's a hell of a lot easier for men than women. Yeah, true. And then she totally tapped me because I'm the crazy health and fitness nut. And she was like, <laughs> well, you do know that if a woman continues past the age of like 32 on birth control, it increases chances of vascular issues, heart issues, all kinds of stuff because of the drugs, the, the side effects of all the birth control. And I'm 100%. like, uh, yeah. fuck, you got me. I was like, all right, let's do it. Clip to clip. <laughs> she's like, hey, Good I'll pay for it. though. So I, then I was like, so listen, I just committed more than most men. So um, <laughs> we don't have to worry about this ring thing, right? <laughs> I no, tried. you
0: did not say that. Yes, I no, did. No, you did not. Yes, I no, did. you did not say
1: that. I told you I'm an asshole.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she just looked Seriously. at me. She's
1: like, no, you, no that does that does not count she's like i'll give you a not couple compute. of months she gave me a couple
0: of months <laughs> i love her
1: she's well so- and then when i finally surprised her with the engagement um then she was just like oh i was actually getting to the point where i was happy just being life partners with you and i'm like what <laughs> And just like I,
0: you know what we did that too we did that too because yeah. i was like push 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 for so long no. and that he just was not moving. No. And so then I was like, you know what? Well, she I never pushed like,
1: me. To... She did. She never pushed me, but okay. it was,
0: I pushed you her. Know,
1: I was the lifelong bachelor. So the fact that I was even willing to be in a committed relationship was a huge transition. Like hurt me chasing after her after that three months of, of self-development and just trying to at least invite her back out on a date to see, just to show her like, listen, I, I'm not changed. I'm working on it. And that was the, that's fair. That was, as I explained to people, thanks to all the psychology I dug into in those 90 days, the door was already closed. You cannot no. reopen. I mean, you can, I would actually, here, let's give some feedback. You never thought this was going to come up on the podcast. So, from my research, <laughs> when a woman closes the door to her heart, it's closed. Like, the, the light switch is off. It's like bolted down. Like, there's like 500 rolls of duct tape holding that sucker off. The light switch is off. The door is closed. You're done. So the only way to go about it is a new chapter, a, a completely new relationship.
0: Okay, I can see that. So I see again, that.
1: I am not a dating romance guru, but that's how I had to go about it. And that was from everything I researched. So I was like, all right. I was like, listen. And she, to this day, says, she said, oh, yeah, that first year, you're an idiot. She's like, I don't count that at all. The only time she's counted <laughs> it, the only time she counted it was, was for the engagement timeline. She's like, uh, well, we've been dating for a while. I'm like, no, no, no. You said the first year didn't count. And she's like, oh, yeah. I do like, it counts for the ring.
0: <laughs> it counts for the ring. It does. It totally does. That's a rule.
1: See, you, you lady, know? your ladies are are twisty like that. See?
0: We're twisty. Yeah, we are. we're very bendy. You bend but, it when you want to. And to be fair,
1: her girlfriends do. were like, "Um, don't try arguing that one. You, you do know you're already coming out of a big pit of shit, right?" And I'm like, "Uh, you're just yeah, it's good point. Out of this I'm just trying of to it. climb out of it, you know? I'm like, <laughs> just like
0: just I, I just want to get a
1: off. shower and I, I'm still covered in my own my own shit because I was such an idiot so you know
0: what I applaud you though because uh there's a lot of men who wouldn't even go that far I've been they told this even, a lot yeah. yeah they would not even sink into their own self-awareness they wouldn't even have the self-awareness to know they should have self-awareness well
1: and if you on that on that note back, back to fear again right the, I realized mm-hmm. doing all the work that it wasn't so much the self – actually, it was self-awareness. The self-awareness triggered the biggest fear, vulnerability.
0: Right, right. Are you as, right? as a
1: tough guy, your husband's a former firefighter and stuff too, right? Yes. You, know, you, you put up this exterior. You're supposed to be bulletproof. And oh, yeah. one thing I learned was like, wait a minute. If you're willing to show your significant other some of your vulnerabilities, mm-hmm. it's actually quite attractive. What are your wow. thoughts on that? <laughs> what are your thoughts? I mean, that's, that's what I was... Well,
0: no, I think, it's, I think it's true because we can't do anything without it. Mm-hmm. You know, we just like, I, I don't know what to do with it if I'm putting it out, but it's not being received mm. and there's no reciprocation. Right. I, I, I don't have anywhere to go with it. But the other thing is, I think sometimes bachelors in their 40s hold off because what they want so much, if they get it, they could lose it. Mm-hmm. and it would destroy them. Yeah. So I think that's why you guys like, dig in your heels like, I'm not doing that, and I love my pot pies, yeah. and I love my this, <laughs> and I love my... And I'm like, you're so full of shit. No, you don't. No, you don't. You just don't want to be hurt. Because yeah. what if you could have the greatest thing in the world, mm-hmm. and then something screwed it up?
1: Well, and part of that vulnerability was also letting someone into... To your point, there, there was definitely some anxiety there actually of oh, sure. what if, what if, cause we come from two different upbringings, right? So mm-hmm. it's was like, I've struggled financially over the years. I made a lot of financial mistakes. Her dad taught her such amazing guidance. He was a former CFO and ran like five different companies. So like from, oh. a, from a financial standpoint, like they're dialed and I'm coming in like a shit show, <laughs> it's just like, but I'm willing to learn. Because, like, I'm all about leveling up in life. So it's like, dude, it's okay. Own your shit. Know you screwed up. Yes. Know you you got some opportunity to improve. Yes. And if she's still willing to accept you and help you, there was the biggest takeaway. It's like, we're going to get through this together. And she jokes around nowadays now. And she's like, oh, yeah, keep making that money, baby. I'll be happy being a kept woman. (laughs) And I was like, what? And she's like, oh, "Oh, that's the master plan. She's like, come on, keep making it rain. (laughs) <laughs>
0: like, i'm telling you what when he retires in 10 years i was like when you retire in 10 years i retire in 10 years yeah so i i can do this for 10 more years that's fine hmm. but no so i totally get that no i think that's good she's good she's a good she's she is dialed into her emotions and she like she tells you exactly how it is yeah you have to do that you can't just be you know i was a peacekeeper for like probably five years of the relationship, I was like, everything's fine. And then one day I was like, everything is not
1: fine. In this relationship or a past relationship?
0: In this relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were, it was just me fulfilling a dynamic, you know, a role that I regularly play, be the nice girl, be the peacekeeper, let him do his thing, and then you're kind of subservient in a way. And one day I was like, not okay, none of it. Yeah. None of it's okay. I feel this way about this. I want this to change. I want this. I need this. Blah, blah, blah. And he didn't go anywhere. And I was like, wait, but you're still here. But you're like, you're st- here. Yeah. So <laughs> so that that worked. Yeah. That's okay. But it takes time.
1: Well, and again, you know? I think it's, it's compromise, right? And everything you oh, and I are yeah. just joking around about right now, it applies... Everywhere. It applies it's not just in romance. It totally applies well, in business business relationships too, oh right? Oh my
0: god. I've spent the last year saying that because if you can't get your personal life right, you can't get your business life right. No. And no. especially like I've been trying to scale, and every time I try to scale, I'm like, Oh, this invite it's like having a a polyamorous relationship like I'll just invite various people in you know into my business and then I'm like ah god oh what you're into that get out you yeah. know Be like <laughs> I, I can't you don't have a work ethic you know you got an attitude about being coachable you have
1: to have alignment that's god, that's that's, you that's my word.
0: and trust yeah. yeah that's my biggest thing is like I take forever to trust, but the worst part was, as I lied to myself about taking forever to trust. Mm. I was like, I trust people and I love them. And then I did not act like that at all.
1: That was surface level. Yeah. You didn't actually mean the words that were coming out of your mouth, but no. f- with your heart, with your heart.
0: No, I yeah. th- but you know what? I thought I did. I thought I did because so many times, as the peacekeeper and as the good girl and as the good boy, right? We're supposed to do these things, but we have to pay attention to what is resonating. And if somebody comes into your circle, mm-hmm. into your business, you know, it takes a lot to trust them.
1: This applies beyond lot- just business though. Also projects, right? Oh, like, hell I mean, yes. and by the way, just a time hell check. Yes. Are you good for a few more minutes? Cause I know we're past the hour. So we yeah. always are past the hour. So,
0: That's our mantra.
1: But like, let's, <laughs> let's tie this back full circle to trust in business. Yeah but right. I reached out to you a few weeks ago, right? Which triggered this podcast, last week's yes. podcast with you. And we haven't aired these shows yet, obviously, but that was like, I was like, my butt was up against the wall with the book. It's It hasn't gone anywhere. The editing was at a standstill. And it's like, and, I've, I've, and then thanks to the show and networking and connecting people, I'm like, I've had all kinds of authors, editors. I didn't even know what a ghostwriter was until bringing them on a podcast. Right. And it's like, Oh, but I remembered you and I was like, oh, i honored. I need to reach back out to her because for some reason there was a vibe and there there's a connection the there. And I'm vibe, like, yeah. if I was going to let somebody call me on my shit, who could I trust? And I'm like, <laughs> ah, it's Hillary. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: you know what? And you've got to get vulnerable. Yeah. So it it is a thing. It's it's the fear, it's the trust thing. It all ties together. I guess this is what the podcast is about today. It is fear actually. I gotta
1: I gotta take note of these key words for my follow-up. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Fear and
1: trust. Let's throw those in for a couple fear, of them. So I'll figure out trust. some kind of fun title for this. So
0: Of course you will. Yeah. That's what you do. Hopefully. But you do you do need to trust the people that you're working with and when you're writing a book be prepared for vulnerability that is going to knock you to your knees sometimes Mm -hmm. you're going to question yourself i told one gal today i was talking to her she's writing a book about some very difficult things and there is a way to do this without throwing people under the bus what you do is you event report so this is what happened these are the players kind of a deal and you don't you don't say, and so-and-so did this to me. You just report on the event. So-and-so walked across the room. They did this thing. So that you are providing information without providing an opinion on hmm. the information. It's kind of like how the news used to be reported. Remember that? Oh, when I used to actually day? watch the news? Yeah, when you <laughs> watched the news because it was actually a valuable- When I used to care. Oh, my God. Seriously. That's a, a whole other podcast, a...
1: like, right there. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like ugh. The,
0: whole, the whole the whole Barnum and Bailey Ringling Brothers Circus uh, the what are the white tiger guys? Everything's
1: about lie. entertainment now. It's entertainment it it instead is. of the actual value of the lessons that should be passed on.
0: I said the same thing, especially like with the impeachment hearing, I was like, hello, grandstanding. Hello, reality TV trying to, everybody's like, I'm trying to make it into a place in history. This is my saying. And I'm like, I'm clicking you off.
1: And by the way, you really want to be remembered for that grandstanding? I don't know about that.
0: I, I, no, let's do something different. Yeah. Let's do something valuable instead of just like, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid.
1: Well, I think that's what's been lost. And that's where I I feel like if I was going to invest time into a book, for example, Mm -hmm. like you and I have Mm -hmm. done in our lives now, it's like, okay, are we, I I, I say this now at the end of all my shows. It's like, what is the legacy message we're leaving behind this world? Like, are you going to be proud of that? We all going to move on sooner or later. So what's your mark?
0: Yes. What's your mark? What are people going to remember you for? Yeah. What have you been doing? And did you force yourself? So what's your story about? You know, Uh, your story uh. can be one of empowerment or it can be one that's a cautionary tale. Which one are you?
1: Mm. I like that. Cautionary tale.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the cautionary tale. I want to be the one where my great, 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 great grandkids are sitting around going, Man, Grandma Jastrum, she was a fire." Firecracker, oh, yeah. you know, or oh, that's already
1: right going to be happening. I mean, <laughs> I mean you, you've already established the firecracker. Let's be real.
0: <laughs> I've tried. I've tried. I just, but you know what? That's the other thing. Is like, in terms of fear, in terms of trust, in ter- just be yourself. Come to the table as you, and
1: back to vulnerability. Of, be real. Back
0: to vulnerability Be real. Exactly. So you came with your book. You're like, this is me. Here I am. I got to provide a safe place for you. Yeah. Whatever that is. Well, I was, a fr-
1: I was like, I didn't want to work with an editor yet because I kept telling myself, you still haven't gone back and perfectly proofread every single chapter oh and made sure it God, actually no. understood. I, kept, I was telling people this on the show, I'm like, I still have to finish my editing before I give it to an editor, which I still oh. have to do, thanks to your well, review. To
0: a, to, to a degree, but not a lot, not a lot, remember. you got to make, so make sense. It's got to make sense, right, but it can be rough as hell, too. Yeah. And I actually like it that way. That sounds.
1: <laughs> Why? Because you want us to be able to rip rip apart a couple of spots. Like, all right, thanks for making that sense. But seriously, what were you thinking about this one?
0: <laughs> you know, it just gives me something to do. Yeah. Whatever, it's fine. No, it's uh, it should be rough as hell because you don't, especially a first time author, author, you don't have a frame of reference. That's what that's what's so interesting to me. So people come to me and they're like. I feel like I should know this. Hmm. Why? Why do you feel like you should know this? You have spent zero time on learning the industry. Mm-hmm. You have never wrote written a book before. I almost said wrote.
1: You, you know the story, obviously, especially you know if it's your story. story or your experiences. Right. But to convey Rice. that on to well, others.
0: And there, well, and there's a this is a thing. It's not just writing. It's not just I wrote this story and I'm going to put it out there. There is so much strategy behind. How you are delivering your message and the order in which you're delivering it. Well, isn't, it, isn't does this so all fall strategy. under
1: the art of storytelling, right? Because yes, now that's is. actually become an industry term. I see people putting it on their freaking social media profiles. Oh, I'm a storyteller. Because it's now, it's now a component of marketing. Like you can now brand yourself as a professional storyteller. And I'm like, you're, you're 22 years old.
0: You were like, what's your story? Sorry, I hate to bring oh age God. into it, but i like,
1: yeah, <laughs> you might need a few more years under your belt. So you actually have a story to share or help other people with. You're supposed to yeah, help and be other people stretch. with their story on their marketing, and you're a 22. Again, oh, I,
0: don't, don't even get I, this podcast.
1: Oh this podcast, part of my target audience are millennials and beyond. I'm not ripping on you guys and girls who are listening to this. I'm trying right. to actually give you a little hint. I mean, Hillary, what are your thoughts on this? So, little subject. We're not trying to rip on the age differences. It's just don't come across like you know everything because you and I still don't know everything. We're still no, learning. We I learning. I find it more professional. When I find it more professional when I hear somebody say, you know what? What are your thoughts on that? You know, I never, yeah, I, I want to hear what you think about that.
0: Or they'd tell you, I don't know. So and you might thank a you, but I, but I a can project. follow up.
1: Don't fake it. Yeah, I can it.
0: follow up. Right? Don't fake it
1: till you make it. This has been no, thrown oh. around too much, Judy. In this situation, it's like, dude, admit that you don't know it, but in the end, right. I respect people that tell me, you know what? I don't have that exact answer, but I'm going to get back to you on that. That's all you got to do. I love do. that
0: so much because it's commitment. Yes. It's the acknowledgement, and it's also the coachability. And as you get older, that is such an attractive quality, yes. coachability. I can't even tell you. If somebody comes to me and they're like, well, you know, I hired you, but I know everything.
1: Well, if you knew everything, why'd you hire me?
0: Uh, why'd you hire me? Yeah. This is ridiculous. You're, uh, You're just you like spending money? Not get not yeah, right, exactly. And if that's the case, write me another check, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I might. but so, then again, see now again, uh, under, under my professionalism and my own yeah. ethics, mm-hmm. I would be like, I can't work with you because- I
0: have said that before right? because I don't just take money and then, and here's the thing, like if you pay me to work with you, and then you go away, I will follow you. Yeah. I don't care where you go. I will follow you. I'll be like, hey, And last week somebody's life just kind of fell apart and I issued her a refund wow. in full. So it's it, oh, it's she's going through some struggling times. Yes, okay. so but it's accountability from the standpoint of when you're young, be a sponge. Mm-hmm. Be a sponge. Yes, you you can have these illuminating viewpoints. I have children who are, well, my daughter's she's gonna be 21 in June. And then my son is 23 and my other son is 26. Yeah. So it's the same thing we're going through with them where it's like, it's interesting. You get that job and you're like, I'm owed this. No. No. You're not owed shit. You still cut your teeth.
1: And guess what? You still I still have to. I'm, in my, I'm 42. Mm-hmm. I don't say that. You got to earn it, I man. never say
0: that. Yeah. I never do. I never wake up and I'm like, world, I, I'm going to be... Given a beautiful day, yeah. I make the beautiful day.
1: You know what three? I, you know what I three wanted. words I live by? I, I don't that? know if you remember from from just skimming through the book, but there there was a hotshot creed that I learned, mm-hmm. and there's three words: duty, respect, and here's one: integrity. I love. They integrity. mean so much right, does. that I tattooed them on my body. There you go. Wow! Duty, you did. Respect and integrity. <laughs> there you go. That's Facebook awesome. Live. Enjoy my ribs. <laughs> And by the way, the lung surgery, she was kind enough to cut, when she did my lung surgery last year, she was kind oh. enough to miss the tattoo. So she was very professional. I appreciated her for that.
0: That was terrifying to me. <laughs> as as I was I was watching all of that and like commenting and whatever, and I was like, holy shit, I can't believe you went through that. Yeah. And then when you had to do the test, you'd go in, you'd be like, I did the test, but it didn't go yeah. like I wanted it to. I was like, oh my God, I'm getting worried about him.
1: Yeah. And then They're like, oh yeah, we gotta, we got to cut you open and do some lung surgery. I'm like sweet (laughs)
0: that's fantastic i love. Yeah, I got a nice scar
1: right between two of the words there because they had to like go like this big because they had to get the thingies in there to cut the lung on and all this stuff i don't know some kind of robot device i don't know whatever so
0: so you had like a laparoscopic lung ectomy
1: yeah they actually pinched the top of the lung where those micro holes can appear and they kind of like shave the whole top of the lung off so
0: holy shit good times yeah. Do you regrow that like a chameleon? Uh, I don't know. I guess. Or what? Do you have any, you have any lasting effects from that? Like shortness nope. of breath or anything? Nothing? I, know. I was
1: just in Colorado last month skiing at 11,000 feet altitude. So,
0: God, you're great. I couldn't even do that right now. That's why like, I did oh, su-
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's why, remember, I had to do the surgery because I had to go do our heli skiing wedding the next month so know, she's I like know. okay we're down to the timeline we keep you on the chest tube <laughs> and i was like no i hate this chest tube it's very painful like having a ch- tube like through your rib muscles in in your lung keeping the air out it's like it does Gee. not yeah it's awful um and she's like well every time we take you off the chest tube and pinch it you start leaking again so she's like if it does start to heal on its own we don't know or we just go in do this and i can give you a 99.99 percent success rate And i'm like I look at, I look at Kristen it. and I was like, "Babe, what do you think?" She's like, uh, "We have a wedding to plan for, so if she can guarantee that, let's." <laughs> that, she's like, "I was like, all right, let's go, cut away." So
0: when you hear that rate though, ninety-nine point nine percent, like we're not messing around nah. anymore. Well, because Just if it, if it would have it healed again. on
1: its own with a yeah. few more days, I would have had a seventy percent chance of reoccurrence.
0: Oh yeah. You don't want to do that. So I was so like, well, so now you're good. I'm a numbers. Oh yeah. I'm all. fine. Yeah, okay.
1: So.
0: Yeah. Good. That was a wise decision. Game on. Well, obviously and you got a badass scar, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> exactly. You know? So, but those words mean something to me clearly or else I wouldn't get a tattoo to myself. Uh, but <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> uh, FYI, yeah. tell your wife when she leaves town that you're getting mm-hmm. a new tattoo. Cause when those were put on I waited until she came home. This is a couple years ago. Uh, <laughs> if we were still dating yet. And I was like, hey, babe, check it out. And I was like, you, knew, you know these mean a lot to me. And she's like, you got a tattoo while I was away on a business trip? And I was like, yeah, that's a big deal. And she's like, that's a big deal. She's, just, she's like, you just decided to go get a tattoo and tell me? And she's like, you know it's that you're- permanent- Well, because I have big tattoos on my back. And I'm the only guy she's ever been with that ever had tattoos. <laughs> so adding another one- or three uh, was, <laughs> so, you know.
0: That's awesome. You know we love tattoos, so I just. I know. My, I just got my bird redone. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it. Yep. I just got my bird redone.
1: Well, I, I've always had since my twenty one. I had a gray, gray washed uh, Celtic cross statue of the Celtic cross ta- tattooed down my spine. Nice. And then at the end of firefighting, I had my first color piece where I have like literally half my back up over the shoulder is a giant phoenix. All like multicolored, yeah, b- symbolized born again through fire.
0: Wow, so, right. that's incredible.
1: I told you you're gonna have fun with this book project. I mean,
0: <laughs> I am gonna have a yeah. blast with it. I yeah. we just were in the tattoo parlor, and I was asking him too. I was like, "Do people call it a parlor still, or I don't is it Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Is that is that an old term? I don't know. It's a shop? Ta- tattoo we're
0: shop. We're in the tattoo shop, yeah. and he got a tattoo. On Valentine's Day, we got Valentine's Day tattoos because that's how we roll. But I'm getting one. I'm getting one here that's gonna mimic my wedding dress lace and peach flowers, peach roses. I know you're an ink girl. So,
1: and actually, speaking of ink, ink hold on. My buddy's shop, who did the words, is called. uh, Hold on is this it shout
0: out i love that you shout out to people i shout out
1: people all the time but i'm trying i love to... that oh no that's not his name hold on well okay so I'm, i wanted to see what if they're calling them parlors or not um so my buddy's shop is called satori inc in bethlehem um and so now Satori. Yeah, s-a-t-o-r-i i don't think you actually there's got to be a meaning to that uh, in bethlehem pennsylvania so shout out to sean he's an amazing artist and uh, now, see, now, uh, the shops down the road from him, there's another one called Sick Inc., but they call themselves a studio, so...
0: Studio? Yes.
1: Uh, now, Satori Inc. they just go with just straight up Satori Inc. I mean, there's no parlor, studio, nothing, and here you, you go. You know,
0: that's true. That's true. Yeah,
1: Satori Inc. Because we've there you gone
0: go. to... Oh, nice, so, nice, nice. Yeah.
1: So they, they, they're actually, crazy? they do a lot of jewelry work there, too, so...
0: What do you mean, jewelry? Oh, like, like all pure, the piercings, piercings and body and whatnot. piercings.
1: Oh, yeah, they have a whole jewelry line. So he's actually competed. Like the casino here in Bethlehem, they actually have a big ink competition. Like it's like an industry comp in the event center, like every year. Like people come from all over and he's he's won it. Like he's, he's good. So
0: that's awesome. Well, shout out to him. Yeah, I'm, right. I super love that you shout out to everybody. I, don't I do the same thing too. Yeah. I'm like, I'll tell why you all the time,
1: I will never take a paid advertiser on this show. just, just, you give me enough time and I'll shut you out sooner or later. (laughs) (laughs) It just happens. So yeah,
0: Yeah, you'll get tagged. It's fine. It's good. Yeah. No, but this is good. And I'm excited about your book and everybody listening should know that it's going to be coming out before long and you've really made progress moving forward. I think sometimes the progress that is, is most laudable is the progress that is mental. Hmm keep moving you forward to focus on the action
1: well I agree because like yesterday I was I always I make lists like every weekend of what to do yeah I have a lot of check marks there and the one up in this section is still not unchecked is edit I literally have edit book edits (laughs) because I want to you
0: know edit my
1: edits
0: (laughs) edit your edits so let me tell you something so I did a weird kind of a thing with one person so shout out to Barry Habib Barry's book it's shout, is, out it's shout out day. It's shout-out day. It's shout-out Monday. There it is. So Barry's book is amazing. Barry is like a rate predictor in the mortgage industry. He's like Ooh.
1: everybody
0: turns to him and they're like, oh, Barry, what is the rate going to be? Um, and so what we did is first of all, Barry came to me. He's like, I need more ghostwriting. And I was like, liar pants on fire because you actually are a really good writer. Hmm. So then as he got more comfortable sometimes i see these authors emerge and it's just amazing but as he got more comfortable we started editing live live mm. like just exactly like this but sharing a screen so you'd oh. be like no i want it to say this and i'd be like doo, 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 doo. do you know how that
1: sounds cuz you're saying it now out loud okay i can see that
0: yeah, yeah. no and it's a di- you got to offer different solutions too okay so if you need so he likes people- that he likes that but it also forces him it forces you to make an appointment and it forces you to follow through.
1: Hmm.
0: So I'm just saying, just think about it.
1: Think about oh, it is that bit. your? You, had, you said in one email, David, because you, and I, actually, I haven't even done any, we're doing so much sharing today, and we haven't even shared SickBiz's site. Hello, people. Um, Hello. But there it is sickbiz.com. Uh, oh,
0: my God. Look at the hair. Yeah, we we're right. just talking about that. Who is you gotta, that? Guy? You
1: got to do an updated photo shoot with the salt and pepper love.
0: Oh man. Rocket I Girl, totally own it. Do. Transparency
1: and vulnerability. Come on.
0: So, oh, you're the best ever, seriously. I mean, don't
1: get There's, me wrong, I love this headshot. Like,
0: but. I don't like it. I look like I'm going to give you the the evening news at six.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Then you go here, hold on. Then you go to, I purposely changed my site after I took a selfie in front of the upgraded studio because there you go there i am so i'm wearing my I love right it. you got the salt yes. and pepper in the beard the salt and pepper down the sides of my hair because a buddy of mine went to the site and he's like dude when did you start getting all the salt and pepper on the sides of your head and i was like years <laughs> years ago <laughs> <laughs> so you has got to own so, it man so you
0: totally have to own it you totally do yeah yes
1: uh but i like that so anyway you're is that following that you were saying author coaching or edit is it edit coaching? Is that what it, it's one oh. of your other services you do? So I figured you'd mention that. Is that what you- Yes. That's that, okay. Is that the coaching?
0: So the coaching part of it, I was just awing at my husband. He brought me little mini quiches in.
1: Dude. Isn't
0: that just amazing? Like,
1: Is he, like he just trying to earn extra points while we're live on the air? Or he's,
0: I is don't, this just I don't, how he, he mean, rolls? It's just how he is. Okay. He always thinks of other people before himself. Always, and then later I'll catch myself and I'll be like, "Hello, I'm selfish." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he's he he's like acts of service. That's what he is. Acts of service, love. Oh yeah. Uh, oh,
1: five love languages. Five love languages.
0: There you go. Exactly. I'm, so, I,
1: I'm always doing stuff. So yeah.
0: Acts of service. Well, yeah. I mean,
1: look what look at the GoFundMe this weekend, right?
0: I know. FYI, I just checked.
1: We've now raised three thousand nine hundred and fifty-five dollars of our seventy-three hundred goal to free Debbie from domestic violence. Shout out to Debbie. She's now fifty-four percent of her way there, and we just turned this thing on Friday morning, and it's Monday. It's fantastic.
0: So. That is fantastic. You know what? I was in a domestic violence situation in my early twenties, so it is terrifying. And when you can get out is the most dangerous time. I know. So this is we when are she very needs worried about this support. because
1: we've ripped yep. the lid off and gone so public. You know,
0: she needs to get. It. She needs to like go to a, a hotel that is. She's already got a girlfriend. Or, Okay.
1: Possibly in another state, I can't really say that has sure. said, come, we got you. you know? Okay.
0: So she's uh, got her people, which is good. And, yeah. that's what you and need she could take
1: it. her cat, which he threw across the house, uh, and, and sa- save her animals. You know. So oh, God. that's her biggest concern. I'm like, you can buy new furniture. I don't care if you bought it. Who cares? Worry about that in the divorce later, right? The first 3000 3, yeah. of what we raise is to help her secure an attorney. I was like, now you got no excuse, girl. You got no excuse now.
0: So you have pusher forward. Oh, and yeah. That's I'm, imp- I'm the pusher.
1: You. I'm the pusher. So I'm your pusher. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, <laughs> I just aired this morning uh, an episode, another Free Debbie episode. I, I pushed all the podcasts out. So Friday was my personal podcast. Shout out to her. Today we aired one with her, a marketing colleague of hers, who's also her co-host from their podcast called Marketing Confidential. And so okay. Tammy Munson is her friend. She came on because Tammy's been pushing this for months. And I was like, she's like, thank you so much for making her do this. I'm like, dude, you guys were already on her. I was apparently just the straw that broke the camel's back. That's it. You know
0: what, though? I think you represent the good guy. And sometimes when the good guy comes in and says it can be different, it doesn't have to be that way, hmm. then hope springs eternal. And okay. you go, you know what? Well, maybe maybe there is a shot that things can be different. This is critically important what you've done. And you know what? And I also just want to say any woman can be a victim of this. So it's not it's not like, uh, you know, people just keep making bad decisions, whatever. People can be in wolves' clothing.
1: Yeah.
0: And and they just rip it off and reveal who they are. And then you're in it too deep. So I want to shout out to her. I think she's doing a tremendous job uh, with her self-awareness. And I hope you share the link where the GoFundMe page is. I think this. Oh, is a it's
1: really- it's everywhere. <laughs> it's been it's tweeted, everywhere. Instagrammed, Facebooked, uh, LinkedIn today. I, I put it on LinkedIn too. I mean, our quick link for people watching this live on Facebook right now it's bit.ly b i t s l e l y forward slash oh, yeah, yeah. free debbie. I made it super easy so you don't have to remember the oh, whole, or yes. just Bit.ly slash free debbie. That's it. That's it. Or Good just job. go to GoFundMe and search for help free debbie from domestic violence. It's a public campaign so
0: that's fantastic you know what if that had been around
1: we discussed that because so tammy is like you she also that's why she wants she texted me she's like what else can i do i had no idea that 20 years ago when she was 26 she also went through something like this so now so now you've admitted it tammy's admitted it debbie's not going through it so unfortunately this is a common occurrence so.
0: I was pregnant. I went to my sister's wedding and I made up my mind. I was never going back. So I, but I didn't tell my mom, I was just like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go home. Cause I had been staying with my mom for a little bit. And I, and so I was just, I just went home. Yeah. I was like, I'm, you know, and she's like, well, are you going to go back? And I'm like, no, I'm just not.
1: Unfortunately, and some people do go back.
0: Some people do go back, but you know what? It's terrifying. Yeah. It is absolutely terrifying when you have to call the police, you have to I mean all kinds of uh, of different things that you kind of stop and go is this my life?
1: Yeah.
0: Is this is this what I want for myself? But it is terrifying because when you leave, you're taking away the object of the affection. Yeah. And so they they're spinning. They don't have anywhere to put that, you know, and then usually somebody else comes along and you're off the hook. But it's a cyclical thing for this well, individual.
1: It, the one thing I loved, and you can, you'll probably reinforce this, was it, in her bio on the on the the write up because I make sure it was all her words, you know, not mine. Sure. And yep, on the yep. GoFundMe page, and that's also the sh- that's literally I, I got rid of our normal show notes format for the blog notes on LiveTheField.com. So episode 319 and episode 320 is the exact same text that's on the GoFundMe. <laughs> right? Because I want keyword yes. recognition. I want this to happen. And uh, I, I'm like, what the hell is gaslighting mean? Because she said in there, yeah, everything I did or whatever, or he was gaslighting me. And I'm like, what was that? And I bring up to Tammy and she's like, oh, well, yeah, that's officially a term used in involving it's- people of a narcissistic trait or narcissism. And I'm like, huh? So I'm on the show and I Google it and I'm screen sharing it uh, this weekend. And I was like, no shit. Like it's actually an official that's like what well, that's what it's called. Like they, these is it this is. is a trait they named it. of a narcissistic person and the whole summary I'm if uh, you can define it better if I can is literally these are the things that a person will do to you to reprogram you psychologically and make you think that it's all your fault.
0: Absolutely. Is that is that a good sum up? Yep. Absolutely. They're incredibly defensive.
1: It's all your fault.
0: They they flip it around on you. You shouldn't even be bringing this up. You're obviously the one with the problem because you can't get over it. They get you to second guess yourself. So it's this very intricate little dance that you're doing. This is not like a fell swoop of like, I feel this way and they're going, no, you don't. You feel that way. This is all of the, when you see those murder mysteries and they have like the little breadcrumbs whatever. whatever, that's exactly what it is. It's crazy. So it's impossible to have a relationship that's productive with a person like that because there is a mental illness at work in their brains. Yeah. I don't know if that's official, if that's an official. I, I, I think it is. I mean, we don't need narcissism? to have
1: PhDs. Like, let's just think about this. Like, you have, you're it in the, like it is. she's been in this relationship for 11 years ish. Oh. And then all of a sudden, in the past two years, it has, this all, Escalated. this all kicked in. And got worse and worse and worse. Now, granted, per her bio, he's a functional, she made sure to clarify that, a functional alcoholic. So the guy drinks his face off, and he stays just functional enough to look like he's normal to everybody else and still holds down his job because he makes more money than her. She doesn't see it, uh, but all those components. And it's like, ah, dude, which means you had something going on in here, and you blame alcohol all you want, but I, one thing I've yeah. learned over the years yeah. of drinking or being a bartender over the years ago is alcohol just helps you manifest what's really happening. Yeah, I, I've seen this no, time and time true. again.
0: No, I think that's true. And I don't even know that he would admit that, though. I don't think he would be like, I'm a functional Not if you're a narcissist. Absolutely not. No, he would just be like, this is what I do. And it's modeling behavior. My dad's a narcissist, so it's modeling behavior. My dad also, in terms of kittens being thrown across the room, would bowl ours into the old school radiators.
1: Oh, dear God.
0: As a kid, I would see that. And then my cat would like continuously shit on the carpet and he would get furious. And I'm like, well, what do you think? He's got brain damage. Yeah,
1: you, you've literally you know, screwed this cat you, up. What do you expect? You screwed,
0: it, you screwed it up. So, But it's the same thing is that it, this becomes a coping mechanism for them. And so they don't even realize they're doing it. No. And if you talk to them about it, then they're, they're going to deny it, one, because that's not the reality. The reality is whatever they have built. So if you poke that facade yeah. and you bring in some type of empirical evidence, and it starts crumbling they crumble. Yeah. But that that's very complex and you just don't even need to go there. Just go just go away, just go far away.
1: And that's what we're trying to do. We're giving her now yeah. the resources that she was lacking to free herself. And that's
0: so wonderful. It's, that's so wonderful.
1: It's crazy. I mean, I, I I throw that word around but it's totally related. It she's in a very crazy situation with a really crazy SOB. And nobody yeah, nobody but- deserves that. Nobody.
0: No, and you just don't... One day you wake up and you're like, oh my God, this is my life. Yeah. My life, like my reality is this. I have to call the police today. Yeah. Who who, who lives like that? No. Who lives like that and says, this is a good normal for me? There's some bell clanging in your head when you're living like that where, you know, this is not normal. This is not what I want. Well, and
1: to her... And I will say she uses it in her bio. Like, I think she made the excuses because she, I'm not going to give you her age, but she says in her bio, like... I'm a woman of aging. You know, you're you're aging, so sure. she's over. I'll just say she's over fifty, but, but I'm not going to okay. give her what decade or what age. But she's she's older. So, and per sure. Tam, her friend Tammy, she's like, yeah, it gets harder when you're older because you well, you sure. know harder to restart start your life oh over my again.
0: God, I seriously, yeah. I've said this like, if God forbid, if anything ever happened to Deacon, I'd be like, well, that's it for me. I'm an old spinster. I'll just collect cats. That's fine because I cannot. Memorize another person's neck size, shoe size. <laughs> what happened when you were four that changed your life forever? How many times your mom's been married? Like I, I will not get the details right. I do not have the mental acuity to participate in that way. After, and it'll be eleven years for us yeah. in July. So I know this man. I know his history. I know it every like how he likes his coffee. All of those things are programmed into my head now, and if I had to do I wish that, wish my again...
1: wife knew how I like my coffee.
0: Oh, I make my own coffee. You make bulletproof coffee?
1: <laughs> yes, I do. Bulletproof do is see? just a brand. It's technically fatty coffee, so it's I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to plug butter. him because he doesn't do everything. Everything's he's a genius, and I'm like, eh, you just created a good brand. That's all it is. It's it, <laughs> you took something you learned in India. In India, they they make a uh, you know, but they put butter in tea, so it's a fatty tea. That's all you did. Oh, you, you took it and okay. applied the same principles to coffee and then created a brand and called it a Bulletproof. So, oh. yeah.
0: All right, just, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Somebody, was writing about him the other day. I am a
1: like, marketing oh. geek, especially around coffee. That's, That's why I'm one of make- my clients is a coffee company.
0: <laughs> oh God, that'd be amazing. I'd be like, listen. I'll do the work for you, but we get a barter. Nope. Okay? You don't have to pay me, nope. I'll just take the coffee.
1: Nope, I buy their coffee and they pay me for my professional skills. I I've, I've thought about that and I said, no, I, I wanna keep it clean. I, I, I'm helping, I a, keep I'm helping clean. a buddy right now. Like he's gonna cut, <laughs> he, I'm helping him launch his home improvements business uh, rebrand. He's a, he's a, he's an ambassador to my show. And I'm like, dude, I don't expect you to discount anything you're doing here. Like I got you, I'll fix yeah. this. I might hook you up because you're my boy but i still want to pay you for what you're going to do because you're really building a business that's going to, you know, feed your family. Like it's cool. I expect yeah. to pay for professionals.
0: We yeah. need to do that. We need to do oops, we need to do that more.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, full circle. This hard. ties it back to your your clients who probably are you know, people you've influenced with sick biz and your podcast and everything else. It's like, you know, i think that this is a good way to bring the show towards a close. It's like you've done all these great things, but in the end like guys like don't be afraid to bill what you know you're worth. It's so oh, easy in the early days that you just start discounting everything. I'm like, no, you're discounting oh yourself. Oh, my
0: God. You are totally. That is the biggest thing. It took me like two years to get comfortable with pricing. I kid you not. This is how I would talk about pricing with people. I'd be like, this is so uncomfortable for me, but I have to charge you. <laughs> like, I would literally say, yeah, that. Like, why are we apologizing? I'm like, listen, right?
1: here's my rates, here's my deals. <laughs> uh, right now, I can only take on about one or two other clients. So either you want to be in the running, you don't. That's what I say nowadays.
0: Right. And because I, think, I only have so much get, breadth of
1: audience. so Right. Yeah.
0: Well, and if I get to the point where I can't take anybody else on, if you want to secure a place, yeah. you can pay me, and I'll put you in the production schedule. I moved
1: all of my existing clients into a retainer a nice. contract. I'm like, nice. listen, you're getting access to me, and then yeah. as I build my VA team, those resources. But that's there's only so much time I have and sanity. <laughs> so it's like, if you want to keep me sane – and take all the what's in here to benefit <laughs> you, you're going to retain me for a certain like amount that. of time.
0: I like that. Because I, I mean, don't have the responsibility. time. I don't
1: want to send out invoices for this, that, and you like, oh, hour here up. No, no, no. No, no, no.
0: Here's the retainer. You, know-
1: you get up to this many hours a week or a month, and that's it. And then there's an overage if, if you're in a big launch strategy, you need extra time, Here's that's it. It's very clean. It's very simple. Because then I know, okay, and, and, you, and you pay up front. You don't pay in the end. No, 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 no. Because oh
0: no, you don't pay. Up, you don't pay in the end. You yeah. pay up front on a retainer. That's
1: it. Period.
0: That's it. And if you have a project, you get at least half up front. You can yes. collect the second half on the back end. That's I, I teach people that with, with
1: with construction. Like people, yes. if, you, if you hire a contractor, you never pay a hundred percent up front. That no, is their that is their doing responsibility. Doing. If they took on that job, like listen yes. now, dude, I'll pay you fifty percent to help pay for some of the materials, but there's right. no way in hell I'm going to pay for the half. Like, well, it's your job. I'm like, yeah. You can walk away, which happens all the time. I will pay you when it's done.
0: You're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But the the culture and the environment has groomed people to expect that. So as responsible marketers and as a responsible entrepreneur or business person – You need to acknowledge that with your clients and say, Hey, I get it. I get this is the environment and it sucks. So I'm going to try and make you feel better. I've got skin in the game now too, is I'm not going anywhere.
1: Ooh, great term. You just said there, you need to have skin in the game.
0: You do. Like once, once
1: you and I are ready to move forward with the editing, right. I expect to pay you a significant deposit because it's like, well, now I'm taking time out of her life to help my book that's eventually gonna help other people. Now granted, it's a, it's a non-profit project, right? We're not doing it, but then, yeah, I, I still gotta pay you for your professional skills because I don't know what you know.
0: <laughs> well, and I do and I do the same thing and it's okay. It's okay to say, I don't know what you know. And it's also okay to say, not only do I not know what you know, I don't want to. No. You know, no. Like when I hire a web guy, I'm no. like, literally, I don't wanna know your secret sauce. No, I don't really care. Just make it work on this end, make it functional, but I'm not, I'm not interested. I'll, I'll stay with my little basket of specialties That's it. and expertise.
1: I, I, I told my buddy that the, the home improvement business, like he's not normally my type of client, but he's on the inner circle, right? He's my brand yeah, yeah. ambassador for live the fuel. He's out there living, living my brand. And I'm like, dude, right thank on. you. But I was like, also my like, dude, he's like, no, I could do that. I could do that. I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. He's like, no, I, He's like, I used to do art. I'm like, you used to do art. I got a team. <laughs> I got the logo. I I got the branding. I will send you proofs and mock-ups, and then you pick from three, and you tell me which one you like.
0: Exactly. Meanwhile, while I'm doing
1: that, you're making somebody's sweet little old lady's house safer or better or whatever. That's what you're doing. That is your future, right? That is your business. Why the hell are you going to distract yourself from income to go design your own logo? Like,
0: well, and I used to do that. So I went to advertising and marketing school, and that's exactly what we learned how to do. But it's going to take me a long time to do it. Yes. So now I outsource that, and I'm like, you know what? I'd rather have somebody do it who knows all the tools are good to go. Oh, you, know want, how you to- want a fun
1: hack? I'll give you one of my secret sauces. Yeah, yeah. You ever hear of designcrowd.com?
0: I think I have, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: It's basically okay. a crowdsourcing platform, kind of like crowdfunding. Okay.
0: But you, right, yeah. you
1: post your job, like what you want. You pick the category, yeah. let's say business card design, logo design, rebranding, project, whatever. And then you yeah. set your budget and then you put it out there and you see and who you says yes.
0: So is it kind of like Fiverr in a way, but you don't oh, have Oh, Fiverr's got nothing nobody. on this.
1: You got a way, way higher caliber. Like you can't even post something on here for like under 100 bucks. So it's like Fiverr's cheap, but you get what you pay for. I've actually found you some do. I have I have a couple people that I normally you know, like I want to get a logo vectorized, I'll hire somebody on Fiverr. Okay,
0: that, I've got people for Fiverr cuz yeah. I do have that little offshoot yeah. thing where I help realtors with their logos and yeah. I've identified 16 people on Fiverr. There you go. Just so you know that I vetted personally. And I've
1: vetted a couple. I mean, I have a I don't yeah. have that, I don't have 16. Uh, I think there's the top two or three that I use for logos. Top two or three that I use for the vectorizing or something like that. I even now have like one or two dudes for green screen editing because my one client I set oh, up yeah. I set up a whole green screen booth in her warehouse. So we're shooting video there now. So Sassy. that way I can I can just slap a company's logo on the on the green in the editing. I don't I don't know how to do that shit. Meanwhile she, and now she's like, Well, I'll just go buy the software for my Mac. And I'm like, You're running your company. Now you're gonna do your own green screen editing.
0: Oh, fuck that. All day. No,
1: I don't. Anyway. Just,
0: just all day. Yeah. No.
1: I was like, Yeah. So the point is it takes time to figure this shit out but once you figure it out right. it's not so bad and if you're no. not willing to budget at least a hundred bucks on your brands like your logo design that's gonna be the, oh the face my God. of your brand
0: could you even yeah could you even like, hundred bucks is nothing well, you know i i could get it for 25 yeah so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna haggle a little I was bit like, oh, yeah, I if you that.
1: went and hired a local agency here yeah no less than a thousand dollars no less oh,
0: easily to do and a branding you know, package funny so I was on Fiverr, and I can't remember the dude's name, but he is the guy who did the Apple logo. And I went on his page because I was curious. I was like, what's this guy about? $10,000 oh, yeah. starting because to he work can. with him. Because he can. Because he can. Yeah. yeah. Iconic yeah. in that way. Yeah, yeah. So very cool.
1: And that's it. Like Eventually, you might l- nail that one contract or that one branding. And yeah, then you could level up your game because you're playing right. at a different level now. But then that's right. why I like sites like DesignCrowd because – if I spend at least this much, I can unlock it to like th- uh, three potential designers or five or 10 oh. designers, and then they have to pitch me, right? They got to send me a couple of mock-ups and say, hey, here's what I think it would look good, and then I can, and then I wait and see who else comes in. I'm like, okay, I'll take these three, and then I, I send that back. I'm like, which one does you like the most? And then I'll go back and finally pick the guy and say, okay, great. Thank you for your first round draft. You are, you, I've chosen you. I've locked you in. Now let's work on really fine tuning it. And then we okay, go back and that's, forth.
0: That's so, pretty brilliant. That's kind of what I'm going through right now because this is a new process. So I had a client say to me, I work with realtors all the time. I want to send everybody to you to get the logos done. Nice. So you need to find, so it's like I'm a designer location service. So, but it's You're new. A gateway. I'm a gateway. Mm. Oh, I, like yeah, I, like I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. You can use that one. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> So, I'm trying to define the steps though. I'm trying to like just really drill it down into like step one we're having a phone call, then we're doing this, we're filling out a questionnaire, we're doing this, this, and this. So, I haven't done one yet, Mm. but I've got probably five or six clients right now that he's just sending them to me. There you go. So, I'm like, okay, and this is and go for the easy opportunity. So, if work is finding you and it's going to pay you you find a way yeah. you find a way to monetize that's what you need to
1: do so and that's a good point actually that's a great way it's like listen some, sometimes it might be a little off your normal niche but yes. if it's if it's flowing in and they're sending multiple business contacts and it's 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 extra cash and it's not distracting you from your primary business you can add yes. that in as another service
0: you totally it's, can
1: it, you know it's money so
0: hey, you totally can you may need to brand differentiate yep So I might take it off of the J Hill marketing site and I might just have like a squeeze page or something like that. I can't, I can't decide yet. It's not like outside of the scope of marketing, but all we do right now is copywriting and then I outsource any design stuff. So I'll, I'll pick your brain on that.
1: Oh yeah. Well, actually, yeah. You know, since you said that I, I was only sharing sick biz. So obviously ladies and gentlemen, she just got done plugging her own site, which I agree with. J Hill Mark, as in marketing.com. Mm-hmm. That's her other mm-hmm. site. We'll make sure that's in the show notes as well. And that's right. She's been featured in Entrepreneur Magazine, The Huffington Post, and obviously her own company, SickBiz. So, no,
0: so that's, I'm glad you got J Hill Mark because my mom was like, what does Mark stand for? Oh, Who I didn't know.
1: I mean, <laughs> this is back in 2018. Yeah. I'm like, I don't get it. Is that her middle name? Other name? She split name. And then once she, I went to the site, I'm like, oh, marketing. Uh,
0: yeah. She's trying to be clever.
1: Oh. And, well, to be fair, you tried to make the URL shorter so people aren't typing forever. So
0: I did. That's exactly right. Because yeah. the full name is J Home Marketing and Creative Services. Right. So we don't go there. We just. <laughs> <laughs> I use it periodically. Yeah. But I'm also branding people and becoming top of mind that well, way. Well, and your, shorter, your
1: companies work together. You know, I like to lead with Sick totally. Biz because I love the missionary, mission behind it and what you've done with yeah. it. But obviously, yes, it, this is. You're all your bread and butter as well, you know, J Well, they do
0: work together. Yeah. They do work together because I'm and I just rolled out um, a business course. Actually, I nice. That's right. We talked
1: about that on your show. Yeah, we talked yeah.
0: about that. Yep. So I just rolled out that business course. Is that already on the site? It is available if you email me. So. Uh-huh. If you send me, uh, so it's private VIP.
1: Code, mm, okay. Private
0: VIP right now. Okay. But it needs to be. You know, I have somebody doing some uh, background marketing work to figure out where is my audience. Okay. Because I do have, I do have a very engaged audience, but I want to go outside. You know, you you I'm trying to think how to say you this. You want to break the mold. I want to break the mold a little bit. Yep. Oh, yeah. I want to. I want to. If go you're looking to grow your and brand see... and your
1: company, sooner or later, if your one circle of influence is not getting yes. you enough. Right. You, you don't. You necessi- you're not going to rebrand, but you basically can do a new service launch. Say na- now supporting this industry or this niche yes. or whatever. Right. Yes. We're taking exactly. the expertise that we've we've learned doing this niche, and now mm-hmm. we're launching a new niche or niche, right. whatever makes you happy. Niche niche.
0: And I think it's I. You know I think it's a valuable thing because it's not like breaking the bank to pay for the course. Nope. And it doesn't teach you how to be a millionaire. It teaches you how to pay your bills and how to have extra money left over. So you can do things like get a new car if you want yeah. to, or just kind of pad your lifestyle a little bit. So it's that's not how I so justify side tight. hustles.
1: I tell people all the time, like I started yes. with a side hustle. Like one of my first side yes. hustles that unlocked entrepreneurship is Isagenix. It's a nutrition, you know, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's a know network marketing is. company. Like I still right. have, I still have a business team with that company. I never shut it down. Now, do I use the stuff that I used to use years ago? No. Now I'm targeting like anti aging supplements and stuff like that. But it's like, I, yeah, it's still there. It started as a side hustle. But then it inspired me enough because I started getting this extra cash flow. And I'm like, oh, dude, like I could run this as a side business. And then it, it finally unlocked my brain to say, why not be my own entrepreneur? Why not be my own business person? Right? right. Even though I grew because up, even though no I grew limits. up in that family. I grew up in that in my family. Like my father and my brother have their own businesses to this day, and I just didn't want nothing to do with it. So I still I, I credit them for that. I, I tell people all the time, like, dude, I can thank Isogenics for that. You know, the the, the I tell people all the time, the the, the right companies they're doing it the right way and the legal way. Yes. Um, and the That's ones have been around for clarification. The ones that have been around for over ten years. It means they're established. It means they're clearly <laughs> doing it the right and legal way, or else the IRS would have shut them down. But network right, right. marketing, the modern term of it, I tell them all the time. It's it's like a, uh, you know what it is? It's 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 a self and per, self personal professional development company with a product wrapped around it, right?
0: Uh, that's a good way to put it. They, it they do sense. a
1: lot of nurturing, coaching, training, mm-hmm. development, mm-hmm. and if you end up falling in love with it and that's all you want to do, cool. Right. But there's thousands of people like me and other people who's like, oh, they don't, they always kept it as a side hustle and it's still there. So.
0: But you t- you learned from it. You yeah. were like, "Oh, look what I can do! Yeah. Now I can do this over here, and I can do this over here, and this over here."
1: It gave and me the motivation.
0: Yes, and that's and, and the inspiration. The
1: light bulb started going off.
0: One hundred percent. One hundred percent.
1: Yeah. I tell people all the time, like, dude, when he f- when Live the Fuel was created many logos ago, uh, it was <laughs> it was just, it was just a motivational page where I would put a lot of the motivational thoughts and inspired thoughts that was coming from those trainings. And I just, right. I just put them on the page. I just want to put the right energy out into the world. <laughs> Fast yeah. forward from 2000. Well, that was 2013, 2014. I didn't establish the LLC till 2014. And then pff, 2020, a lot of things have changed. <laughs> but you
0: cut your teeth at multiple phases of the business. Yeah. I think it's what's important. To and that's realize. what you and I are
1: talking about right now. It's like, be prepared to change right? Don't yes. be so stuck. I
0: say, seriously, I say all the time, be prepared to yeah. succeed. Plan to succeed. Yeah. The worst thing you can do is get into it and be half-assed. And don't be stuck and in a all rut. All of a sudden, yeah. don't be stuck in a rut. But like, it was a surprise to me that things took off. Yeah. And that means that I got my ass spanked by the IRS. Oh, yeah. So be that.
1: prepared. I did that to- once too. Yeah
0: oh my god always I,
1: I highly recommend paying your quarterly taxes as an entrepreneur
0: i highly recommend that too
1: didn't figure that out until I, the second because then and you get also, the big tax bill you're like
0: oh you do <laughs> and before you're like oh i'm gonna get a refund i'm gonna get my refund yeah. you know and then you get billed but here's the other thing is when you succeed and you exceed your earnings or what your projected your mm-hmm. forecast is. You better take out a chunk of that money too. Oh yeah. That's also how I got spanked. Cause I was like, look at this, I made this amazing profit, yeah. and then they were like,
1: don't forget to pay pay the man. Yeah, yeah.
0: you gotta pay the man. Yeah, you gotta oh, yeah.
1: you gotta. I I the book to this day, I just recommended it to my other client. Uh, profit first to this day has helped yeah, me succeed. Yeah. that book from Michael McCallowitz, it's now been re- it's now been reprinted a second time. That is still the backbone of my accounting system. I have a I'll taxation, I have a taxation account. I have a profit first account. I pay myself profits before it's a whole, it's, that's all it's. Holy crap. I have an educational bank account. I, I put a percentage of my gross income in there to pay for conferences, educational programs. I have an automotive account because I travel so much. Like I just, I just oh, picked up my sure. car today from the dealership. It was a uh, $1,200 bill.
0: Okay. So, but there's
1: $4,000 sitting in the automotive account. Oh so my I'm like, god! And eat. this could
0: have been—and people don't know this—but like this could have been Final Destination for you, right?
1: But I, because I used to be, I would dread getting an automotive repair. Like, oh, what if? Yes. Right? I was. I know. Right. You got to get. We eventually have to get past these what ifs. You have to start learning, so you can get proactive instead of reactive. And it just didn't happen well, overnight. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, yeah. No. Go back to 2015, 2016. That was a shit show. <laughs> And I probably still am, just in a different way. Uh, you know, yeah.
0: Growth happens; it's good. But it's that's okay. the point:
1: is that I say this on the show all the time. You and I, as we're just, we've been dropping so much random knowledge and actually nuggets of gold like crazy here. But <laughs> yeah, that's but the point: are like,
0: like, there's no sense to this. No. There's no order.
1: But you and I movie podcast is back in 2018. Completely yeah. different podcast. Completely One, different.
0: Yeah. yeah it's two sure. years later. Right. We have a lot more that we've accomplished. You know what and I love about more that? More mistakes we have made us. and learned from. Oh, oh.
1: You never oh my stop God. making mistakes.
0: No, you don't. So don't get stuck in that idea. Like I'm just gonna keep going. And then the mistakes will stop and it's all no. gonna be smooth sailing. You're you know, I saw this video and I, and I, so I will close with this. Cause I know we have to close. Oh yeah.
1: Final words. Nice. You're... Final
0: words. Well, so you this... share
1: this, but also if you have a, a legacy message that you want to add on to the end, please include that too. So.
0: Absolutely. So the meme that I was, but it was like a, it was like a video really. It was like, uh, so you want to be an entrepreneur or somebody said, uh, I'm thinking about being an entrepreneur and somebody else said, it's going to be like this. And it showed this guy on an obstacle course, like he's running across parallel bars. He's walking on like giant yoga balls. You know, he's doing all these crazy things. It's like that
1: show American Ninja warrior.
0: Oh my God. Was that not the best show ever? It's still on. And uh, wipe out though. Do you remember Wipeout? Yeah.
1: But for entrepreneurs
0: (laughs) (laughs) but for entrepreneurs like exactly you're gonna get whacked off like the podium and fly into a big vat of pudding oh man that is what it's like to be an entrepreneur not that delicious sometimes Mm. so but i i think you just have to get used to that idea i'm going to continually be showing up to this obstacle course every day i don't know what it's going to be and there has to be the thrill behind it this ties into a good legacy message too and we talked about this kind of earlier is, do you want to be a cautionary tale? Do you want to leave a legacy? Mm. That's how are people going to remember you? And not because like, oh, she was so great. News was totally awesome. Like, what did you do in your corner of the world to change it? That's what you need to commit to.
1: I like that. Strong words, strong close. Got a little chill on that one. I like that. Woo! All right, listen, Woo. hang tight. Let me probably go off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know it's been a few months since I've done a long a long long format show and <laughs> so according to my recording device, we've just crossed one hour and 40 minutes. owned it <laughs> so it's thank you
0: here. Thank Did you, you for tuning
1: again. yeah I got some sweat going like whoo! it's a full contact sport. All right that's what pros do. When you have quality content and a quality conversation going, don't be afraid to keep going and go long form. So uh, that's the beauty of podcasts and digital content and video. You just hit pause and come back later. It's okay. You can get through this and you will, and you better and tweet me if you can't, because if that's the case, then we need to talk more about what you didn't get out of the show. So please listen all the way through. So you can hear these words I'm saying right now. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, check her out at jhillmark.com. Check her out at sickbiz.com. She's all over the social, all the stuff we linked in the show notes. Again, We're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. And before I say you too can live the fuel, you make sure you go to bit.ly forward slash free Debbie. And even if it's only five bucks, it all adds up. Uh, We only have a $7,300 goal. And if we exceed it, which I know we will because I'm running the campaign, uh, we will, uh, pat on my back, we will be working together with her once she's free and safe to consider how she can give back to women's shelters or other organizations. So, what she's learned from an experience she can give on to others too because this is about the legacy that we're doing and she loves that idea. So again, thanks for tuning in. Remember, you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon.
0: Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember,
1: you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.